Hello and welcome to the Building Christian Fellowship Podcast. We are very excited that you have decided to tune in today and pray you are blessed by today's message. Now it doesn't take a prophetic gift to understand that God is trying to tell us something. He's trying to knock something home. Uh, there in, the, in the scriptures, he says, again, I say unto you. And that's what God is saying. He's like, I'm trying to nail something into my people so they will understand honor and what it means to honor. I love how my wife put it. She said last week, she said, honor isn't for the person getting the honor. Honor is for the person giving the honor. Because the person gives the honor is the one that benefits. So looking back at our scripture in 2 Timothy, I just want to break a few things down as we continue. It says, but in a great house, in a great house. Well, what great house is that? I'm glad you asked. It's the house of the Lord. It's the building Christian fellowship. And it says this, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Let me stop right there because so many people read this and they think the only vessels that are of honor are the gold and silver ones. Going somewhere. That's us as humans. That's our fallen nature that my wife was talking about. Because something shiny and something seems to be valuable, we honor that more than that which was not shiny or dull or easily accessible. But we tend to think that gold and silver are the honorable vessels and the wood and clay are dishonorable vessels. But if you read chapter 21, it says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor. But what was the latter he was talking about? The latter, what was the last thing he talked about? Dishonor. He said vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. He said cleanse yourself from dishonor so that you can be a vessel of honor. He wasn't saying don't be a wood vessel. He's not saying don't be a clay vessel. He's saying whatever kind of vessel you're made of, just don't be one of dishonor. Gold, silver, wood, and clay are all vessels. And some would think that gold and silver vessels are honorable ones, and that's not true. All vessels are made to hold that which should be poured out. Didn't catch it, did you? A vessel is made to hold what needs to be poured out. If a vessel can't hold anything, it's worthless. It's just good for show. If I put water into a vessel, I expect that vessel to eventually pour out water into another vessel. There's a message in here. If I pour water into this vessel, I expect to pour this water into another vessel, which is my mouth. If I can't get the water out of the bottle, it is no good to me. <laughs> the dishonor doesn't come from what the vessel is made of. The dishonor comes from the vessel being empty or the vessel's inability to share its contents. If you can't share what God's put in you, then you are being dishonorable. I believe God is reminding us to get back to the basics of the gospel. What God has so freely poured in us 
we should so turn around and freely pour into others. Matthew 22 and uh, 36 through 39. And it reads this. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Let me stop for a second. You should love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind. He said that's the greatest commandment. But he said the second one is equal to the first, which is love your neighbor as you love yourself. What is God saying? Honor your neighbor the same way you honor yourself. Do you guys realize that dishonoring one another dishonors God? If you're not loving your neighbor the way you love yourself, you're dishonoring God. Because to love on God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself, means that the only way you can love on God is by loving on your neighbor. The only way you can honor God is by honoring your neighbor. To love one another is to love God. You show love by giving honor. So if you love and honor, or so love and honor go hand in hand. But do you realize that hate and dishonor are also partners? So when you're dishonoring somebody, you're basically saying you hate them. We go, hate's such a strong word. I dislike them. Well, dislike is really that gray area. You know when God said that, that you got to love one and hate the other? He didn't say, look, you can love one and dislike the other. <laughs> See, God has given us a specific principle, saints. In 1 John 4 and 20, he says this. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, let me say this again. If someone says, I honor God or I love God and I hate, dishonor my brother, he is a liar. For he who does not honor or love his brother whom he sees, how can he honor or love God whom he has not seen? We love and honor God by honoring and loving God's people. That's why I tell people, look, look, this, this people, you guys can fight me if you want to, but the principles there. If you're not serving God's people, you're not saved. You call yourselves Christian, amen? Are we all Christian? Christian means Christ followers. It means Christ-like. And if you're Christ-like, then guess what? You got to be like Christ. And he said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. Now, here's the trouble. Honor isn't something said, it's something done. Too many of us want to say that honor is, I, I can give a lot of honor by saying things. And a lot of people are really good at it. You know, like a salesman trying to sell you something, first thing he does is butter you up. Hey, you look good today. How you doing? Oh, man, you've been working out? All right, okay. Smell really good. No, so, we're, so they're buttering you up. They're trying to honor you. Because there's something that happens when a person honors you, you open up to them. See, when I, I began to honor the other police officers because I was just catching them, 
just coming in here because the uniform shop's right there, and I would see him walking in the uni uniform shop, and I'd run up to him. Officer, officer. And they turn around, and of course, you know, they're trained to have command presence. So I'm running up to him. First of all, somebody's running up to him, okay? You just, just don't run up on people. You know, they, they, they live a pretty, pretty tough life, you know what I'm saying? So you don't just run up on them. You call them from a distance first. <laughs> officer. He turned around. I get up to him, and I slowed down before I got to him. Had my hand in clear sight. <laughs> Y'all laughing. I'm being serious. <laughs> officer. And he looks at me and says, what? I said, listen, man, this is National Law Enforcement Week, Police Appreciation Week, and I just want to honor you and say thank you. This is for you. I can't take that. I said, no, listen, sir, we've honored all of our local police departments, Susun Police Department. Chief Mattis knows that we're doing it for the, all of Susun PD, and I know you, you're from Rio Vista, but you're still a police officer, and we just want to honor you for the sacrifice that you've done, laying down your life daily for people you don't even know, man. I just want to say thank you. And he went from this. He's like, man, I can't take that. I said, please, just take it. I want to bless you. He goes, I'll go back uh, to, to the precinct, and, and, I'll, and I'll share it with everybody. I was like, it's only $5. <laughs> you better just get you a coffee and a something. You ain't got to tell nobody. Just it's between me and you. <laughs> so he took it. Now watch this. He took it, and I could see in his face he was like a dry sponge that you pour water to, he soaked it all up. And, and he looked at me, and he had a clothes in his hand, and he put his clothes in his other hand. He said, what's your name? I said, John. And I shook his hand, and I said, on behalf of the Building Christian Fellowship, we thank you. And I just turned around walked off. Honor would break down barriers. But do you notice when I said something, it didn't make a difference. But when I did something, it broke down the walls. See, those salesmen like to say things to you, and a lot of times you're sitting there, but if you're foolish, you're listening to them like, man, this guy really cares about me. He just wants to see me get in the car. He wants to see you get in the car all right. He also wants to take vacation for five months off this one sale. So what I'm trying to say is that honor is not something said. Honor is something done. Talking about honor isn't good enough. My wife knows I honor her by the way I sacrifice for her and the way I listen to her and the way I meet her needs. That's how she knows I honor her. I honor my wife by making her feel important and making her feel beautiful. I honor my wife by making sure that she knows I need her and I can't do without her. I make sure she knows these things. This is the type of honor we should be showing one another. See, that's not just a reserve for a man and a woman but, you know, on different levels, but we still should be looking at each other. There was an old song. Um, I, I remember my wife and I. Okay, I'm not going to go on a story. There was an old song in church that says, I need you. You need me. You guys remember, you guys remember that song? We're all a part of God's family. You guys, okay. That song is so prophetic, and it's so true. That we don't treat each other that way. We don't treat each other like I need you. Like, brother, please, don't go. We need you. 
Brother, please stay here. Sister, please, we need each other to get the work done so we can honor each other. We need to be a place of honor. We need to be vessels of honor so we can go out and break down the walls to all these people that have been in church, that have been dishonored, that are disenfranchised from church. They don't want church no more because church has hurt them, and they're sick of church. But when we become a church that is a church of honor, we'll be able to give love, show respect, and have people let the walls down and be able to come back in and worship God. Not expecting the church to be perfect, but realizing these people are messed up. They need me here. And I'm messed up and I need them. (laughs) We need to show each other this honor by listening to each other, by meeting each other's needs, and making each other feel important. Listen, when your head's in it, you'll say it. But when your heart's in it, you'll do it. When your head's in it, you'll say it. When your heart's in it, you'll do it. (laughs) You guys know Jesus had the same problem with honor? Jesus had the same problem. We talked about it, but he said this, Matthew 15 and 8. He said, this people, (laughs) this people right here, draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. See, these were the people that said things to gain favor with Jesus. Only thing, they just would say something like, oh, yes, rabbi, you're the good rabbi, Yes, you are the Messiah. But they were only honoring him with their lips. And the only reason why they were honoring him is because he was, they were trying to gain favor with him. But they weren't committed to honoring him with their hearts. So they didn't do what Jesus said. For instance, Luke chapter 18. There's a story about a rich young ruler. That, that sounds like a rap name. Dude with dreads, tattoos on his forehead. Rich young ruler. Okay, so the story about the rich young ruler, (laughs) this dude honored Jesus with his head, not his heart. Watch this. He came to Jesus and he boasted. He was like, check this out, Jesus. I've kept all the commandments. I've tithed when I'm supposed to tithe the best of what I have. And I I attend synagogue uh, every uh, Sabbath and I've kept all the laws and I I am a righteous man. I've honored all your laws. And then Jesus turned and said, that's great. You've done everything, but this is what I need you to do now. I need you to take all your possessions and sell them and give that stuff to the poor. And the Bible declares that he hung his head down and he walked away sad. See, he was quick to honor with his mouth because it wasn't from his heart. He was unwilling to go the extra mile to honor God's commandments. God's commandment to him at that moment was what? Sell everything. If he wanted to honor God, he would have done it quickly. Because as you look, you look in the Bible, in the Old Testament, there's a guy named Elijah, and he walked up to a dude named Elisha. And Elijah told Elisha, follow me. Elijah was obviously a man of wealth. Why do I know he's a man of wealth? Because he had a bunch of cows and a bunch of plows, and he's out there plowing his field. But when the man of God came to him and said, follow me, he wanted to honor him by not just saying, okay, sure, I'll follow you, but he took everything he had, destroyed the yoke, destroyed all the yokes in the plows, and got all the cows and killed the cows, had a giant barbecue, gave to the poor, and left everything behind. He honored the man of God 
by burning bridges and not even making a way for him to go back. Now let that sink in for a minute. He killed his plan B. That's another message. There's a message in there somewhere. This is why true honor is found in the heart and not in the head. So as I bring this to a close, wherever your heart is, your treasure is. And wherever your treasure is, you'll make sure it gets done. All this week, we have witnessed true honor. Countless members of uh, the Building Christian Fellowship has shown honor to Susun Police Department and their employees. We didn't send them cards, though that would have been nice, but we went the extra mile. We went the extra mile by listening to their story. You know, when they came by here or when we were over at the police station, we didn't do all the talking. You know Jesus Christ is Lord and he will protect you every step of the way. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. We didn't do any of that. You know what we did? So what's your name? How long you been on the force? Where are you from? Let me hear your story. Because you know what they hear all day? Everybody else's stories. Let me hear yours. So we honored them by listening. We honored them by meeting their needs. How do we meet their needs? Everybody got to eat. Okay, a couple hungry people in here. So we made sure that we, we fed them through the week. I don't know if you know this. It's not just police officers that need coffee. Anybody else in here? Jesus juice. Glory to God. It's glory juice. It's the very stuff. That when Jesus sweats, he sweats coffee. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, macchiato. Chai tea latte. Chai tea latte. No. no. We met their needs. We came, bought them lunch. We teamed up. With the city, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just share some things with you. I, I I'm not gonna mention any other businesses' names, but I'm just gonna share something with you. We went to countless businesses and asked them to partner with us. Watch this. We didn't ask, even ask them to pay for anything. You know what we asked them to do? We just want to put your logo on a ticket, and we'll pay for whatever they get, so that they come in, they'll just have the ticket, and that way we can keep count of what they get. We'll pay for it. Just can we do this to honor the police? Do you know there was uh, quite a few businesses that said no? I was like, but let somebody come bang on your door, sit on the, in the middle of your restaurant, tearing stuff up. The first person you're going to call is Susun PD. Hypocrites. Before I go on, I just want to, I have to mention this. We cannot continue to bunch a few bad incidences, some few mistakes with everybody. We can't. I don't care what the statistics say. It is what happened to Eve is what's happening to us. There is so much good in our law enforcement. 
Just like God said, look, you can eat Eve, you can eat from any tree in the Garden of Eden, any tree but this one. If you're a statistical person, please do the statistics on that. I think currently there's probably over 15,000 fruit trees. I don't know how many was in the Garden of Eden, but let's say there was 1,500. And only one Eve couldn't eat from. But she was so focused on what she couldn't eat or what was bad that she missed out on all the good. And we're doing that. We're focusing on the little bit of bad that's happening, and we're refusing to honor all the good that the law enforcement is doing for us. There's not a person in here that wouldn't be in trouble that wouldn't call the police. (laughs) And be glad to see them when they showed up. Woo! So glad you're here. Statistics go out the window when you need help. (laughs) You'd be like, oh, man, I just thank God for you. Thank you. We also made our law enforcement feel important. Why did we make them feel important? Because we went out of our way to to honor them. And through all this honoring you guys this week and and my wife and I and the rest of you guys that have been, I mean, going to work. Some of you guys were showing up before you went to work. Wash cars. That means you were out in the hot sun. Some of you took off from work to come and be out there to honor somebody. That is honor. But do you realize just by you doing that, they realize what you did for them. They're like, man, all I kept hearing from all of them, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have, I know I didn't have to do it, but I wanted to. Because I want you to know how much I appreciate you. When we do that, that makes them feel important. So today, once again, at, ele- at 11, I want to invite all of you to stay for next service as we wrap this week's, uh, this week of honor up by celebrating all of our law enforcement. You guys, if you guys want to stay, I want you to stay immediately after. This, this, this is the, the bait to get you to stay. Watch this. You know, I know you guys are hungry and everything, but if you stay, we're having free food right after the second service. And it's good, too. So we just want to invite you guys to stay, but even more so, the more people that are here to honor our law enforcement, and if you guys don't know this, we have police officers that attend our, our church. We have retired police officers that attend our church. And I think it's important that we bless them. Not only do we not bless them. Listen, we're blessing this next service. We're not just blessing the officers, but we're also going to bless the dispatchers. Because guess what? Help will never come unless they know where you're at. Dispatchers are like angels. they like, Lord, right there. And not only that, we're also going to bless the families. Why is it important to bless the families? Like, well, they're just families because they sit at home every day. And when, when mom or dad is one minute late, things start racing through their mind. News flash, police officer hurt. Start racing through their mind. They go through so much anxiety and trouble that they deserve for us to say thank you to love on them to pray for them let alone the, the, the you, can you imagine having to deal with 
a, a death of a child, somebody else's child seeing that and then have to come home and leave all that stuff at work. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how they do it. They got to bring that home. They deserve our honor. They deserve our prayers. They need to see that we love them and we're praying for them constantly. This just because it's the, the law enforcement week does not mean that we're going to stop honoring our law enforcement. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. And if you would like to know more information about our church, please visit thebuildingcf.com or download our app on all major app stores and marketplaces. Once again, thank you and have a blessed day.